Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast. Join us as we share our personal top five lists for a variety of topics. Each episode, we'll explore a new topic and discuss our favorite picks ranging from music, movies, food, board games, travel destinations, theme parks, to whatever. Nothing is off limits and everyone is wrong even when we think they are right. Whether you're looking for a new recommendation or just love hearing incorrect opinions, and we got a lot of them, this is the podcast for you. So I'm your host, Zach Rancourt, and with me always is Tom Lockhart. Hey, Tom, how are you today on this heat wave uh, Monday? And I just want to also caveat and preface this entire or not caveat, but preface this entire podcast. If you hear a buzzing sound, it's probably because we all have our fans or ACs on because it is very, very hot. So, Thomas, how are you? It is too hot and I hate it, um, but I'll live. Um, recently, I went to my uh, 20 year high school reunion, mm. which was which was way worse than this heat <laughs> uh, because I'm an awkward person, especially with people that I don't recognize because I didn't hang out with any of the people who would go to a reunion. I hung out with the punk kids and those are the type of kids who show up to 20 year <laughs> high school reunions. So it was a bunch of people that I could tell some of them recognized me. And one guy even walked up to me and was like, Hey Tom. And I remembered him cause I rode the bus with him, but I never talked to him in high school. And he was like, <laughs> how are things going? And I was like, good. And, <laughs> and, and it was a very awkward, like two minute conversation to which my wife after he walked away went that was horrible <laughs> and i agreed with her and i'm sorry for austin bougie who didn't deserve me to be so awkward and just have him kind of turn and walk away oh that was you should have just done some sort of a choreographed dance to freedom by george michael that would have really won him over Yes, I believe that worked perfectly, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we also have the the one and only, the lovable. Eric Shane, who was at that 20-year reunion with Tom. Uh, I didn't quite catch that encounter, but I was there for the rest of it. And yeah, Tom <laughs> kind of hung out downstairs and with, you know talked to Whitney and me when I would go there. But, you know, I recognize more people. They recognize me, so... I was kind of floating around. Oh, hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm making my you know, reintroductions, <laughs> whatever. You know, it was fine. It was fine. Tom did a good job. He did it. He did a fine job. He showed up, which that alone. Half the battle. <laughs> it was really half the battle. He showed up. Uh, so he very much, he, he, he hung out there for as long as he did. And that was good. And then after that, <laughs> I think I only took off at like 11. I didn't stay all like late into the night. Yeah. Too old for that shit. But, uh, the where dinner, was it? The, uh, uh, so the first part of it was at Willis Tucker Park in Snohomish mm-hmm. where they did like a family thing. And then the second h- half was at the Oxford in Snohomish mm. on first street. Uh, but we also, we went to dinner, me, Eric, Mandy, Whitney, and some other people went and, and mm-hmm. that was, that was a lot better. I liked that sitting around a table with just like eight of us was way better than just the loud Oxford, just like crushing noise. It felt like where everyone was talking. I was just like, this is not for me. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I, uh, I'm excited for my 20 year reunion reunion. My 10 was fun. I think 20 will be even better. Well, yeah. each their own. <laughs> exactly. But uh, anyways, you guys, you know, I, I imagine that in order to get through that awkwardness, you had a few drinks in your system. 
So drink, drink, drunk, whatever you want to call it. Uh, If you're of legal age and you enjoy sipping back on grandpa's old cough medicine, chances are you have been intoxicated. It's always important to hydrate. It is equally important to make sure you have food in your system before a day of drinking. And if you end up forgetting to eat, no worries indeed. There are plenty of great food choices to eat while inebriated. But what exactly is the best? Now, guaranteed that everyone has that friend who just crushed the bear on FX, and they think that their drunk food choice is a Michelin star worthy. You know, probably not true, but who knows, right? Stranger things have happened. It's false confidence, I say. So we are going to sit here and we're going to discuss absurd recipes by divulging our top five drunk foods. To enhance discussion, we did not share a list with each other and we are by no means experts in said category. We are just a few dudes who love to eat food. Thomas, what is your first drunk food? So normally when I'm eating drunk food, I'm out and about. I'm not at home. Usually when I get home, I just pass out. So sometimes when I'm coming home from, say, trivia, I'm not quite drunk, but I definitely have that drunk hunger that beer gives you. uh, And it makes me think terrible things. And my (laughs) first one is tacos. And to be specific, two tacos. Oh, boy. Two tacos from Jack in the Box. And two tacos is never the meal at at Jack in the Box. You always get other things to eat once you get home. But you always get two tacos to eat while driving, which is totally safe and (laughs) is no big deal after having a couple drinks. I'm so I know I'm sober when I drive home. I make sure that I am. But I love eating myself a couple tacos while driving home. It's the best. Those tacos are delicious. I don't think they're made of real meat. They're made of some sort of magical material that <laughs> like it's probably unicorn meat uh, is all I can think of because for some reason they are way more delicious than any other taco that I've ever had. <laughs> it's they they are really tasty and they remind me of high school, you know, because it would be the same thing. I, we weren't drunk in high school necessarily, but you would just go there and get that two taco meal or yeah, you'd get a jumbo jack and you would have to get some tacos because they're on 99 cents for two. But they're like flimsy kind of in the middle and they're really crunchy on the outside and it has like a slice of of that yellow fake craft cheese in it basically they're terrible but Uh, they also are so good with that hot sauce too and that probably would be like the number one drunk fast food i would think of but because it's like crispy and soggy at the same time somehow i don't know how they do it but oh that's a beautiful feeling yeah I'll Ah. piggyback off and have my immediate number one. I was actually going to go Taco Bell Mm. was really, and I can just say all Mexican foods are really good drunk food, but Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're drinking margaritas. So it just depends on what you're drinking. Obviously your, your taste can change a little bit, but the first thing I thought of when I thought of it was Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this before, where it's like, there's so many fast food options out there for, you know, tacos. But if you want like a lot of it, not necessarily good, Fast food tacos, but like a lot of them, you go to Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Jack in the Box, you can get those 99 cent tacos. That's, that's really good, too. But I, I, I accept Tom's number one. But for me, I just go to like Taco Bell and I'll just get a bunch of tacos, just a whole bunch of tacos. <laughs> Scarf on them. So, so this is awkward because my number two is talk anything from Taco Bell. Okay. <laughs> because it does not have to be tacos. I will tell you what my old 
thing I used to get. I used to get two chili cheese burritos, two bean burritos, no onions, and two crunchy tacos. Your poor stomach, Tom. (laughs) I know. And it was, I made bad choices, okay? And that was before I realized that that's also like 1,800 calories right there. (laughs) And I would eat that as like a snack on the way home, which is why I need to lose some weight because nobody should be eating that amount you should only be eating like two things max from taco bell i've realized that now i have never done that that sounds crazy to me only having two things that's yeah. stupid anybody trying to if anybody thinking about weight loss and down balancing their diet and all that stuff and you're thinking about a, a drink here or there what's that going to do it isn't the calories in the beer that screws you up mm-hmm. it's that it makes you not care about other shit yep. so you go to taco bell and grab 10 tacos and that's 4500 calories and or whatever it is so that's the danger there that's why then, you really got to watch and then it you're, if you're like trying to why can't i lose weight oh. <laughs> taco bell be, it can't be the tacos Taco Bell is fantastic, and there's one right across the street from my place. Um, I don't remember the last time I've been there, but I do love a good Crunchwrap Supreme. That's my favorite item from there. It's pretty much the only thing I'll, I'll get, but they discontinued them, but Double Deckers were my were like a drunk food back in the day. Uh, it's not on my list, um, but I do love Taco Bell. It's As long as you, you, you contain yourself to maybe like one item, then, then you're fine. But getting yeah chili cheese burrito and all that stuff is a lot, Tom. It's uh, Uh, otherwise Taco Bell just once it hits, man, it's you're like, this is the best idea ever. And then you immediately have this wave of regret on on your final bite. And you're like, God damn it. But that was so tasty. You get that beefy five layer burrito. (laughs) It it, it looks like a clogged artery, which is exactly what it does. Yeah. And then the the first five layers is, but the other four are mystery. And then the next morning you're like, well, that is a five layer burrito right there. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, (laughs) jeez. Okay. Well, I don't have uh, those fast food places on it, but those are fantastic choices because you're absolutely right. Um, This Taco Bell across the street from me, every time I, I am driving home at night, it will be slammed. The line is to the street for it, and it's not even necessarily people being drunk. It's just it's open late, and people have a, a craving. You know, it's what um, the, the late-night craving thing is was, was always their, their pitch or, you know, live moss. And then same thing with Jack in the Box. They, ha- they literally made a munchies meal, a munchie meal or whatever for late-night cravings menus. And that was ridiculous. That was like mini tacos and curly fries and mozzarella sticks. It was always for stoners in my opinion. Cause you just get so high. It's, it was also called a munchie meal, but I mean, that's exactly what it's, it's there for. It's to sop up all that alcohol and then make you feel terrible the next day. But good choices, gentlemen. I mean, I'm going to feel terrible the next day anyway, so might as well have yeah. some Taco Bell in my belly. Okay. Well, um, I, I don't have Taco Bell on there, but I'll put something that is, no, I'll just do this one instead. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll do something that's kind of similar. So, I mean, I love tacos and burritos, and I think they're fantastic. However, I don't want to necessarily make a taco unless I have everything all prepped out in my fridge, and all I got to do is air fry it. Um, so I'll make the the simplest and probably most tasty thing. Like, I could eat this almost every day and be satisfied, because you can just jazz it up with uh, you know some random things here and there. But you just use a tortilla and a bunch of shredded cheese. I'm talking about a quesadilla, baby. Mm. Quesadillas are so clutch. When you are hungry and you want something quick, I don't microwave them. I I cook them on the stove like a real adult. But I will add hot sauce. I'll add seasoning. I'll add jalapenos. 
I'll add spinach if I want to. Sometimes if I have some meat, I'll throw it in there. Other random veggies, uh, guacamole, anything. And it is so good. I love a quesadilla. Even thinking of it, I'm salivating right now. But quesadillas are like such a clutch food in, in any setting. Kids love them. Adults love them. Hooray. Drunks love them. Well, yeah, you could do anything with a quesadilla. You can make a breakfast quesadilla. You can make just cheese. You could throw in any type of meat would work in there. You could just throw a little bit of seasoning on it to get it to taste more, you know, Spanish. And it's just uh, Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> Give it a little spice. Uh, but yeah, I would crush a quesadilla right now. Oh, oh uh, yeah, I can go for a quesadilla just about any old time. I mean, I mentioned Taco Bell is my number one, but I sort of felt that encompassed all sort of Mexican food is just really good drunk food, man. But Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. I also feel nachos are are within that same yeah uh, topic. So I don't know if somebody has that on. But, uh, you, well, because you just want like, you know, you want that crunchiness and that saltiness. And so yeah. you get that with you get the saltiness with the cheese. Quesadilla has a slight crunch if you, you know, you cook it right. Um, but yeah, you just can you can jazz it up. And we, we have those things in the fridge, even if it's not shredded cheese, I'll use swiss cheese on on it right and i have tor- tortillas in my fridge right now because i eat a lot of tortillas it's like it's so quick and easy for me to make um but it's it's a great snack in general too and for all intents and purposes it's not terribly unhealthy for you um just depending on what you put in it hmm. like if i put cheetos in it yeah don't do that i mean that'd be really good though or yeah, doritos it'd be super good yeah <laughs> what about doritos uh, i'm not a big dorito fan mm-hmm. we've talked about this <laughs> oh yeah that's right that's why I knew there was something wrong with you. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, it, Tom had uh, Taco Bell for his second one, and Eric had Taco Bell. So, Eric, what is your second choice? My second one, I'm also keeping it simple. I'm sticking. I'm just talking about burgers, hamburgers. Now, this mm-hmm. was not about, like, going home after a night out. This is while you're out. If you're at the bar with some buddies, you're getting some bar food, or you're at, you know, wherever you're at, or burgers pair very well with beer. If I'm drinking beer, sometimes, yeah, I, I like a good burger. And I could talk, just keep it simple, and you could talk McDonald's burgers if you're going on your way home. Mm-hmm. Or if you're out and about, you can get just one of those awesome burgers with everything on it. And it's delicious, man. It really just coats the belly and makes everything ready for more beer. I love burgers for going out, especially Dick's. Um, being in Seattle, it's right there. It's open late. Uh, sure. you, you know, just like what Tom was saying, not driving drunk, but just, you know, you had a few beers and you are uh, hungry because you didn't really eat. You're like, I'm going to Dick's. It's right there. There's nobody in line. They have quick service and I know what I'm getting. And it's like, boom, yeah. I'm getting a deluxe and a fry or a deluxe and a shake. A, you know, over the course of, you know, an evening, I've had a couple th- three or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, not driving drunk, but it's like I'm not going home and cooking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want something satisfying. I want that cheesiness. I want that savory. I want it now. I know what I'm getting when I go to Dick's. Absolutely. So, yeah, you're, you're right. Dick's is a perfect example for good drunk food. Dick's is a and, great drunk food. And burgers in general, you, like you're saying, are just a great drunk food. But I have a question, though. I guess we'll narrow it down a little more. Um, does it have to be a style like a McDonald's or a Dick's where it's just it's it's quick? Because I'm thinking of speed for drunk food. Like you, If you went yeah. to like a sit-down restaurant at 11 o'clock at night, like a 24-hour place, and they made you this like gourmet burger... Would you like that or would you be like, I kind of want something shittier because I'm in this no. in vibe? Does that make sense? I It does. But what I would say is if I am if we've got like a late night, we're meeting at like 11 o'clock or whatever, and we're going to hang out basically till close or near to it. And the kitchen's open for another you know hour, hour and a half or whatever. 
And I know we're tying one on and I, it's a late dinner. I'm thinking a burger. I'm, I'm thinking grab a burger. Keep it simple. I'm not thinking anything. I'm not thinking light or just an appetizer. And I'm definitely not thinking a salad. Get out of here. But, <laughs> what about but, a burger salad? Oh, God damn it. I mean, <laughs> now, then now I'm thinking about it. I got to get this image of clogged artery off of my computer oh, screen. Well, this is just killing me. Well, uh, I was just looking at Top Golf's menu because we're going there on uh, Saturday. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and because, of course, if I know where I'm going, I got to plan out what I'm going to be eating and drinking. So I was already planning out like the food I'm going to get, the drinks I'm going to get a week in advance uh and i was looking at their burger list and i was like "Ooh, that was looking pretty good i think i'm gonna get a burger while i'm there mm-hmm. uh, and hit some golf balls and be very sad at how bad i am top golf is great i went there and i really enjoyed it they have three levels and there's a bar on each um we didn't get we got dessert and those were really tasty but we didn't get uh we didn't get food but it I bet I bet it'll be good. Yeah, a burger's a burger's great, especially if you eat it before you're drinking, because then it just sops up all the alcohol that you're about to intake. I don't know. I'm not a dietary scientist or anything like that, but yeah, I would say burgers are a very good choice, Eric. Thank you. Uh, that's what I got for my number two. What's your number two? My number two. So this is a great meal that I like to eat pretty much any time. Sober, uh, drunk, backpacking. It's it's fantastic for, uh, and it's super simple to eat, and that's ramen. Now, mm. with, with ramen, I like to jazz it up. And specifically, I would do ramen with some hot sauce, some Cholula, not sriracha, because I think sriracha is overrated, but ramen with Cholula and beef jerky. So when you got when you got some beef jerky, especially backpacking, because it's, you know, it's dried, uh, you throw it in with the ramen and let it kind of soften up a bit with your with your soup. And there you go. You got a little protein in there, too. If you're really feeling fancy, you can drop an egg in that ramen mm. and make it extra fancy. But I digress. Um, it's more. It's mostly just noodles and hot sauce and beef jerky for me. Or if I don't have the beef jerky, it's just noodles and hot sauce. And it is so good. I love noodles. I absolutely love noodles and rice. But ramen is just one of those meals that, you know, it's cheap, it's quick, and, yeah, it's perfect for, for when you get home after a crazy night at the bars. Uh, I, I need to learn how to make a really good broth because there's a ramen place over in on the outside of the Alderwood mall. That's really good, but Mm -hmm. it's like $20 to get a bowl of ramen, which is too much. It's too much for noodles. And I just need to learn how to make the broth because that's really the only part that I can't do to where it tastes like the way they do it. I can make some noodles and I can make a soft boiled egg. Like I could do all that. But ah, their broth, I don't know what they're doing. That's so much better than what I'm doing. Probably a lot of MSG. I don't know. They have yeah. they, they, there are options out there. Um, you can do it in the instant pot pretty easily, I guess. I think you yeah. just need uh, a couple ham hocks or something like that, a bone or whatever, Ooh. and some water and some seasoning. So I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I just go like Costco sells these delicious uh, ramen noodles that are fr- are dried basically and you, just, you know you boil them in water and they're way better than top ramen noodles i i don't really mess around with top ramen noodles very often it has to be like a nicer legit ramen and uh, but i love it i mean thinking about it again to just like a quesadilla i could i'm salivating thinking about it mm-hmm. yeah it's good stuff um okay thomas number three well, this is one that Eric brought up a little bit ago and said, if anyone has it on their list, and that is nachos. Um, 
And this is something that I make at home alone. And I'm not talking about just taking some chips and grating some cheese over the top of it and throwing it in the microwave. You got to get a little fancier than that. Uh, I have my personal recipe. I don't remember where I learned it, but you take uh, ground beef taco seasoning like you're making tacos, make that up. And then you take anywhere between a half a jar of queso to a full jar, depending on how how, how, how terrible you want to be. And you throw that in there and you mix it up. And then there you go. You put some chips on a plate and you drizzle that over the top of it. And it is the most delicious thing ever. Um, don't look at the calories that are in queso because a half a jar is a lot. <laughs> and, you, <laughs> and you're going to be real sad eating those nachos when you look at it. But you'll be happy when they touch your tongue and they're delicious. Mm. Nachos. I mean, they are great, but they're so messy. And I, how I feel about nachos, it's, it's never satisfying to me as a meal. Candace and I got nachos. Well, she ordered them and I had a burrito and I realized how big they were. And so I helped her eat them and that was our dinner. But I was kind of like, man, it just was like a lot of chips and and cheese as nachos are. Um, And it didn't really feel like the best satisfying meal. I mean, I was full, but it wasn't happy full necessarily. Um, And so I think for me, nachos are just so messy at at night. I just don't want to make a a huge mess when I'm drunk. But I mean, I do like chips a lot and I like cheese. So yeah. Well, just add in that beef and it'll give you that extra little protein in your belly that'll I'm a, fill you up. I'm a chicken nacho guy. I like chicken ah. nachos a lot. Chicken hey, nachos you, are fine. You could do it with uh, chicken too, I guess. I mean, uh, I don't know if that would go with queso as well. Yeah, it would. Oh, I think uh, it would. I absolutely okay. would. Um, I, I just, and it, and it does depend on the type of chip too, because I mean, nothing's worse than a soggy chip when you're trying to eat nachos and you're just like, oh God. Uh, you, you definitely want a good crunchy thick chip. So it kind of depends also where you get it from. Like I'm more keen to get nachos from a legit place that has, you know, some sort of Mexican theme as opposed to just, Hey, this is, uh, you know, razzles and Lake Stevens. I don't know if their nachos are any good or not, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, I got nachos from the Mexican place down the street from us on a Wednesday when I was at home and I was like, this is going to be great. And I brought it home and I popped the lid off of it and I, Tried to grab the first chip, and it was the soggiest thing ever. How gross. Every, every chip had just been like, since everything was sitting on top of it, every chip in there was just soggy at that point. And then oh. it was just kind of like eating a nacho soup, I guess. Gross. Which isn't, it isn't the worst. I, I did eat it, but it wasn't, it wasn't as fulfilling as being able to pick up a chip and like just eat it that way. I had to use a fork like, a, like an animal. Dang. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> That's uh. I don't know. That's not your ideal uh, type of food right there. (laughs) Oh, it was like you couldn't avoid that one. It was right there. I couldn't. (laughs) Eric, do you have any thoughts on nachos besides that? I love them. I'm a big fan of nachos. Mm -hmm. To everyone's surprise. No one's surprised. No one's (laughs) one's surprised. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sticking with uh, cheese. I'm going with grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Good now, choice. grilled cheese sandwiches are always delicious and wonderful uh, when made correctly and all that. But typically you pair them. I like to pair them anyway with the tomato soup. Now, on a drunk night that I come home and I make them, maybe not so much because of what Zach just said. The possibility for making a mess. I have done it before a couple times. 
more than a couple. I've done a lot and I have burned my mouth many times <laughs> because I'm just a little, 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 you know, I had a couple beers that night. So grilled cheese, though, is still phenomenal. It's a great drunk food mm-hmm. and it's quick. And just like a quesadilla, I mean, grilled cheese is essentially the the sister of a quesadilla, right? You know, it's, sure, yeah. it's uh, two pieces of some like bread like like substance between cheese um, or uh, cheese between two pieces of bread. And, and I with, was go ahead. just very quickly. I was also thinking about sort of encapsulating sandwiches under my burgers category because they kind of they're in mm-hmm. a lot of ways they go hand in hand. But they're I don't think they're the same thing. And that mm-hmm. might be a fight. We, no, okay. I think okay. they're different. I think they're completely different. Completely, uh, just okay. like the, that whole hot dog is a sandwich shit. I'm like, dude, it's it's a hot dog. It's its own thing. This is not yeah. even a discussion. You're just that's trying to have... be contrarian to be contrarian. So. Right. That's why we have different words for that thing. Exactly. You, you yeah. And don't be pedantic. So, a grill, yes. a grilled cheese is so awesome because you know you can switch up so much with it. Like you can change the bread. You can change the the types of cheese. You can put multiple cheeses in there. I love a good pepper jack. Um, you can add like spices and hot sauce to it. You could add some uh, some spinach or some tomatoes or some meat if you want. But then I guess my question with that is the more you add to it, at what point is the tipping point? Like it's now not a grilled cheese sandwich. It's now just a toasted sandwich. Um, there is a certain point that it becomes a melt. Um, I would say that once you go past two ingredients that aren't the cheese is where things start getting dicey for me. Cause you could add in some, like some bacon and yeah. then something else, but it's, it's once you start adding all sorts of stuff, it's a real tough question on when does it stop being a grilled cheese? Cause you're still grilling it still has cheese as the main thing. I guess it would depend on how much cheese is in it. Yeah. I think it comes down to a percentage. Like I, I think cheese needs to be at least, let's just say arbitrarily like 40% of the sandwich needs to be at least cheese. And if it starts to uh, dip, towards that where it's like 39% it's like no no now now this isn't a grilled cheese sandwich cheese needs to be the the dominant flavor on the inside um do you guys dip your grilled cheese in anything like i said i typically prefer to dip it in tomato soup no That's but my like go to but if you don't have it like a sauce or anything no Ooh, i haven't even thought about i've that. never I've, the the only sauce i've ever had to dip my tomato or my grilled cheese sandwich is tomato soup oh I use man that as a, dip, a dipping sauce That's so it. what yeah, what are we talking here? I this love I love ketchup. I, I dip it oh. in ketchup. Um, when I was younger, and I when I did like ranch when I was a kid, I used to do it in ranch. Um, it's good, man. Hot sauce. I've done it with buffalo sauce. Yeah, you just dip barbecue sauce. I've dipped it in, and it's it's awesome. I can see all of this being good. Oh, it's great. I'm not sure uh, I would ever even want to try it. What? I, I I think I do want to try it very soon uh, because I I love dipping things. Dipping things is great. I dip my pizza in sauces, yeah. blue cheese, ranch, all the delicious sauces. So mm-hmm. I, I could get down with this. It just adds a different level to it. And especially if you have just a good ketchup. I mean, it's it's like it's kind of essentially like the tomato soup, except on a different level because, you know, it's sweeter than tomato soup. But I really enjoy ketchup with my grilled cheese. I, I don't think I actually can eat a grilled cheese without ketchup. But I also am obsessed with ketchup, so. Well, now I'm thinking because uh, Trader Joe's has a, a black truffle ketchup that mm. I love and dipping a grilled cheese in that. That sounds real good. That sounds very dangerous. And again, I want a grilled cheese right now. I'm thinking <laughs> about it. 
Damn. Sandwiches are always good options for drunk food. They really are, and they're so quick. And you can cook it a variety of ways. You could microwave it if you want. It'd be disgusting. wouldn't be grilled, but you, where there's a will, there's a way. When we go to the trivia night at the uh, Lake Stevens Brewery, the big red truck food truck is usually there, and they make a Cubano that mm. is just boss. Yum. I love a good Cubano. <laughs> oh, that sounds really good, too. I had a Cubano the other day at Ruben's. And it had been so long since I had it. And the mustard on that thing was was on point. It was so good. And I was just like, holy buckets. This is delicious. Mm. Um, okay, so for my third, I'm also going to stick in the sandwich realm. However, now hear me out on this one. And I do this, again, I do this sober too. Uh, I call this a deconstructed peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Now what that is, <laughs> and no one really can describe except for me because I invented it. Uh, so basically... I have the ingredients of a PB&J, which are three things, the peanut butter, the jelly, and the bread, and I eat them separately. So um, I usually don't get slices of bread, like a loaf of bread, because I just don't really carry it at my house. But I'll usually have something like a nice bakery roll, uh, you know, for soup or something. But if I'm not eating soup, I'll just see it on sale and I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. And I'll cut off a piece of it. So it's not really like sandwich worthy like it'd be really hard to make a sandwich with this smaller piece of bread but i'll take a bite of the bread a bite of the peanut butter with a spoon and then a bite of the jelly with a spoon so like i have two spoons one with uh, peanut butter one with jelly and then i take a bite of the bread so it's like i'm not really putting it all in there but i'm getting all the flavors it's just all separated and deconstructed sometimes if i don't have bread i just literally take a spoon of peanut butter and i leave a little room on it and I dip it in jelly and I have the peanut butter and jelly on the spoon and I just kind of eat it right there like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're making me think of it's always sunny again. Cause there's an episode where Frank makes cold cuts in his mouth. Oh, he likes to put, put yeah, different pe pieces right. of meat in there. <laughs> I don't like eating the sandwich. I, I like constructing it in my mouth. <laughs> That's it's kind, it's kind of what I do. Or like, did you guys, when you were kids, didn't you ever take a swig of like milk and then squeeze Hershey's chocolate syrup in your mouth and then swish it around. Yeah. That's the same concept. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it in my mouth. I don't need to, I don't need to spend time spreading it on there. Like some weirdo. I'm just going to eat it like a different weirdo, <laughs> just <laughs> in separate parts. It's fun. And excellent mouthfeel. It's, it's got a great mouthfeel. It's a real jammy, <laughs> real jammy taste on this blueberry jam, but man, and I'm a crunchy peanut butter guy through and through. I, I will die on that hill. It's the best thing ever. I love peanut butter and crunchy is, is the only way to go. I'll eat creamy, but I will not be happy about it. I love crunchy. I love crunchy peanut butter. That's it's just so the, good. That's the jam for me. It's so good. No pun intended. <laughs> Tom, Tom, are you crunchy or creamy? Uh, I'm creamy, but I, I can eat crunchy. Like I'm not like the type of person who's like, ooh, crunchy's terrible. Eh, I, I just don't get it. Creamy is just too creamy. It's like <laughs> I feel like it's going to get stuck to the roof of my mouth easier and I'm just going to have to try to pick it off with crunchy. It feels like I'm I, I, I don't know. It's grainy and I like to chew it and it's so tasty, too, with all the salt. I, I love it. I, I don't know what it is. But yeah, deconstructed peanut butter and jelly is my choice. That is a pretty good choice. It's, yeah. pretty good. it's also a good choice for, for honestly, any night you just want a snack for dinner basically because mm -hmm. like if it's like a hot day like today a hot evening a really hot warm evening i don't want to fire up 
you know, my stove. I don't want to fire up my oven, certainly. Exactly. Get the house, you know what I mean? So I like, uh, you got to stay good and hydrated on a day like today. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe just keep it something chill for dinner. You could do a deconstructed grilled cheese. It would just be you eat the bread and the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could grill the cheese on the hood of my car. <laughs> like a like a homeless man. <laughs> that would be, I mean, be awesome. <laughs> Staying hydrated. Eric, that is so awesome that you brought that up. Uh, you know, drunk foods like we're talking about right now and summer weather are not a great combination. It's been super hot. You get dehydrated. Uh, we all know that water's fantastic for you. And we all know that, you know, with the heat comes that disgusting, smelly sweat. Uh, sweat's actually an, a wonderful way that our bodies can cool us down to combat the hotter temperatures. But the downside is we lose a lot of electrolytes, potassium, and other essential vitamins needed to keep our bodies going throughout the day. So how do we retrieve those necessary uh, essential electrolytes? Well, it's actually super easy and very tasty. Just grab a liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a daily workout, when you're feeling run down, after a long night out of drinking, so, you know, pair that good food with that liquid IV, and even on long airline flights. Now, I personally love using liquid IV on all my hikes, bike rides, snowboarding activities, uh, backpacking trips, you name it. 12 delicious flavors, uh, they keep you hydrated, and it keeps your routine exciting. Strawberry, guava, lemon, lime, and many, many, many more. It contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. With three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy, they are right up your alley. The best news of all is that as a listener of this show and our other show, the Don't Be Crazy podcast, you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use promo code DBCrazyPod at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop for better hydration today using promo code DBCrazyPod at liquidiv.com. Thank you and stay hydrated. Thomas, uh, what is your deconstructed number four? Well, you guys talked about burgers, and burgers are great and all, and I do love dicks, but we all know what I love more than a yeah. hamburger, and that is the delicious hot dog. But to be specific, outside the ballpark hot dog, from one of those little stands where they just have a grill, and I've always walked up to those, and I look, and I see that they're just cooking store-bought hot dogs with store-bought buns, and like... the. They're just selling me something that I, I can go get. But I don't know what it is about those stands out there. They are making those hot dogs way better than I ever could. Even though they're using exactly the same ingredients, I like those are the hot dogs I buy when I get hot dogs. Why does it taste so much better out here? Uh, I can't explain it. But after a game, uh, quite often I will stop by and just get a hot dog if, if I like took the light rail up to the game before I'm going to go to the light rail. I'll let everyone else leave. I'm going to stop, have a hot dog before I go. Maybe <laughs> get it a little less packed when I get there. And that hot dog is delicious every time. Probably because I've had five or six beers be during the game, before the game. Um, so that might be why it tastes better. Because usually when I eat hot dogs at home, I'm not drinking. So maybe it's alcohol that does it. 
Aren't your burps just terrible, though, from eating that hot dog? Because you're already going to be gassy from the beer. And that's a big reason I don't eat hot dogs. I'm not a huge fan of them, of hot dogs, because I just get so gassy. And especially if I'm drinking beer and I, that uh, a hot dog burp is disgusting. It, it tastes so gross. I disagree <laughs> wholeheartedly. Okay. I just, it's, it's just gross. I live and for hot dog burps. You can smell oh. it like, and it's just like, mm. oh God. It's like second hot dog. Gross. That is terrible. <laughs> but yeah. And like I, one time to put it into context, I was leaving the game and I was hammered and I got a Seattle dog and I don't like cream cheese. So I don't know why I got a Seattle dog. I was with my old roommate and we Ubered home. Just got out of the Uber and I just puked my guts out. Uh, and he told me the next day, he's like, yeah, we left the game. We got hot dogs. He's like, you got a Seattle dog. I was like, I got a Seattle dog. I was like, I don't like those. He's like, I know. Told you it was a bad idea, but you did it. And you said it was really good. And <laughs> clearly not because you puked as soon as you got home. <laughs> so it was a combination of the alcohol and the cream cheese. I just I can't get behind it, man. I can't do Seattle dogs. I love Seattle dogs. I make Seattle dogs at home. Ugh. Like, like that's how I make my hot dogs at home. It's just I had I one cheese. Like, yeah. I had one at your birthday party two years ago. Oh, yeah, just that's to, right. Just to annoy you. Yeah, uh, it was pretty good. I, I won't like go out of my way to go get it, but cool. uh, it was fun. It was really fun annoying. Yeah. Didn't you have, of course, it's always fun annoying me. Didn't it have like Cheetos on it or something like that? Yeah, too? it did. I mean, hot Cheetos. That's Flaming actually hot Cheetos. See, yes. but I would probably consider even trying that because that kind of kills like white sauces and cream and everything. They usually kill the spice. And that's why I don't like sour cream. So if you add a crunch and a spice with a Flaming Hot Cheeto, that actually sounds like pretty tolerable. And I don't remember if I took a bite or not, but like I could. I could, did. Pro- I could probably get down with that. Well, our conversation at that time, we had just talked about prior to that podcast, uh, prior yeah. to your birthday, we had a podcast episode talking about things that were overrated. And I said, Flaming Hot Cheetos are vastly overrated. And mm. I stand by it. But <laughs> however, I just feel like that's room on the shelf that could go to more Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, more okay? Flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. I stand by everything I've ever said. <laughs> that said, uh, <laughs> That was a very good combination, the Flaming Hot Cheeto on the Seattle dog there. All right. All right, Eric, what's your number four then, drunk food? Okay, speaking of uh, spicy hot, buffalo wings. Buffalo wings and beer. Name for me, please. I defy you to find a more perfect compliment than hot, spicy buffalo wings and ice cold beer. Hmm. I I challenge you. It's it's the perfect pairing. The only downside is what you were talking about with mess when you're eating those hot wings. You got sauce on there. You know what they I'm saying? You messy. got the grease and the saucy. You get a little messy. And then you get it all over your, your mug and you got to watch your grip and all that. So you got to you know clean your hands and all that. But get past that because it's just the perfect combination. Now your stomach is going to hate you forever. But that's, you know what? Pain is temporary. Glory is eternal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I... Buffalo wings with ice cold beer. I love buffalo wings, and I go to a place here in Greenwood. Uh, they It's called Wing Dome. On Wednesdays, they have all-you-can-eat wings for $25. Uh, I only ate 18 last time because I had to do a long bike ride the next day. My friend Ty ate 30. Um, they are fantastic, and the best thing is when we went last time, we weeded out all the flavors, flavors we don't like. So now we're going to go next time, and I'm just going to get original buffalo, the honey habanero dry rub, and then like a, a level five or whatever they have. And I will be happy as a clam, and I will sit there and eat as many as possible because wings are so good. 
They are so damn good. Uh, we've had this discussion before. I don't like buffalo sauce. Mm. It just, I just don't like it. I will take any other flavor of wing and, and crush through them, but I can't do buffalo. Just can't do it. Can't. I, so I made wings in my air fryer for the first time, as mm. you guys suggested. Uh, I'm having a hard time getting the right sort of combination of the right amount of oil to get it good and crispy. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still working on that and it's a different kind of air fryer. It's like a rack situation. Oh so yeah. You know, instead of the bucket. So that, that adds a, a layer of challenge to it, but also not really because it also I probably more thoroughly cooks it. Cause it's not all in one direction. It's all mm-hmm. around. So it's pretty cool. It's a really, really cool system. Um, I've just, Still trying to dial in just just perfect with mine, to, but uh, it I I've made some pretty good wings. I could go for some wings right now. Oh, I could go for some w- wings right now as well. Even boneless wings, I like boneless wings. A lot of people give them shit, but I dude, I'll still eat them. They're just like giant I, nuggets. That's what they are. They're a chicken nugget that yeah. you just did. You rolled around about uh, buffalo sauce. Oh, which man. by the way, yeah. it, you know that that's not bad. It's just, I, yeah, if I want wings, I want wings. And if I want chicken nuggies, I'll get my chicken nuggies with barbecue sauce. <laughs> I feel like if I'm eating buffalo wings, it has to be like a light beer for me, like an ice-cold Coors Light or a Bud Light mm. or, or a uh, Miller Light or something like that. Just because it, it just slaps, it like works way better for that food other than a heavy beer because I'd rather, you know, complement the meat with a nice kind of light yeasty beer. Or not yeasty a beer, Kulsh. but... Perhaps a Kolsch. Uh, yeah, a Kolsch, could, a, a Kolsch could work. Any type of lager pretty much would work for me. But yeah, that would be, it couldn't be an IPA because an IPA, I'd be like, man, this is just no way. It's, it's just a lot going on here. There's too many flavors going on. And while the beer is good, it's taking away from how delicious these wings are. I I actually agree with that. I prefer IPAs and, and ales and darker beers. But when I'm eating wings, you know what? A lighter beer is probably best. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, so I will also discuss uh, using my air fryer because I love my air fryer. I cook about 95% of all my food on it. Like people know, um, I one day want to be sponsored by an air fryer company. Even though I'm not a great cook, I can just cook everything out of it. Um, One thing I really like to do is when I go to Costco, I have my set items and I always get a bag of frozen vegetables. Now, if I'm coming home hungry, walking home from the breweries or something like that, and I'm like, man, I, I need something in my system, but I don't want to put bad food into my system. I will take a bunch of those veggies, air fry them real quick, and then put hot sauce on it. Put some Cholula or whatever on it, even a little bit of ketchup sometimes, and just eat a bowl of grilled veggies. And it is so good. Um, I go for veggies pretty much any day of the week, but just for some reason, grilled veggies are awesome. They even sell little avocado cups at Costco. I've taken that avocado out and I've mixed it with the veggies and made kind of like a avocado fried veggie or not fried, but grilled veggie combination. And it was great and it works for me. But of course, you have to like vegetables. Uh, I'm fine with vegetables, but no. <laughs> what what about like or like Brussels sprouts if you you know Ooh, if you, now you, we're talking. Yeah, if you have some Brussels sprouts and they're already cut up and stuff, you just throw them in that air fryer and it's like, "Damn, now I got a bowl of and some uh, you know, oil, salt and pepper on it and you got some nice crispy Brussels sprouts that you can contend with." Those those are always tasty. I usually always have to add a sauce to it though. Yeah, I I just need to get out of the mindset that I need to have like some beef with that or something. I just, 
that's where my yeah. brain is. And sadly, it probably shouldn't be there. I could just have a bowl of veggies and I should. That's I mean, that's how we were raised, bro. That's how we came uh, up. Like meat was the main course mm-hmm. and you got and took up half your plate. Big old slab of whatever animal you were eating. And then you <laughs> throw in a side dish of veg and a side dish of starch. And that's mm-hmm. the traditional three course meal. Yeah. Looked like um, meat's back on the menu, boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how did they know what a menu was? <laughs> oh, seriously, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Oh my <laughs> god, you just put a plot hole in a perfect film for me. God damn it! Uh, I will uh, never forgive you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know that there's you. there's orc restaurants? Come on. Yeah, orc there's, McDonald's. There's an orc Gordon Ramsay. I mean, come on. I don't suppose that line is actually in the book. I have to go back and look. I, I don't think, think so. I'll have to double check. Yeah. I'm going to, while, while we're talking on the next one, I'm going to Google this and we're going to resolve this now, right here in real time on this podcast. Ladies and okay. gentlemen, cool. this Ooh. is why you tune in to the top five podcasts because <laughs> we, we are going to, will not let shit go. Yeah. We're going to find out if Peter Jackson was a fraud. We hold on. <laughs> we hold on to grudges. All right, Thomas, give us your fifth and final. Well, my fifth and final I actually have not had since uh, 2012, because that's the last time I was in the country of England. Um, And we went out drinking before Gordy's wedding uh, uh, four nights in a row. And the thing that they have that's like New York pizza that's open all night is Donner Kebab places, where you get uh pita with lamb chicken whatever you got some veggies on there and you got a yogurt sauce that you put on top and every night we would get this pretty much where we would just walk around and we'd go we'd walk in we'd say give me a lamb and they give you a lamb and then you just eat it right there basically just like standing out front of the store and those were great times um I don't remember the taste of it uh, because I was drunk and it was, you know, 11 years ago, but I know that I enjoyed it at the time and it was delicious. And I would like to go back someday and try it again after drinking a bunch and going on a train and drinking at each stop as we get off. That was a fun ride with a while being up for 32 hours straight or whatever it was. Oh, I'm so tired. (laughs) <laughs> but also was also drunk. <laughs> so that was a good combo. Yeah, donor kebab is good. I have had it a few times. Um, I yeah, I had it when I was in England for sure. It's it's a great street food. I think I had it when I was in Paris too. But yeah, you get kind of whatever. I mean, who doesn't like that or like some shawarma or whatever, right? It's just super tasty. It's quick. Comes in that delicious like pita bread, basically. Um, yeah, I'm a fan. I would say I'm actually a fan of just throwing meat on any type of bread, whether it's pita, whether it's uh, what's it called? The other one for some reason, <laughs> non uh, throw it on just regular bread. You throw meat on bread. I'm going to be eating that while I'm drunk. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, so good. It is good. I, I like that choice. And yes, there are many, many uh, shops at anywhere. Uh, lots of uh, food trucks around and about um, at lots of beer fests and whatnot. And yeah, they're tasty. Mm. Need to have it over here. I haven't even looked it up. You should. Which is what I'm going to do on Yelp right now. Okay. Eric, fifth and final. Steak. 
Just steak? That's all I got. Just, <laughs> just, just steak. Just steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, steak. Now, yeah, uh, this is more of a going out to dinner, but like um, like wine, there's always a wine pairing for whatever it is you're eating. So, but for me, uh, like for me, I prefer a good scotch, a nice fine scotch. If I'm going out to like a steak restaurant or whatever, a fine scotch. So when you're ke- getting a good little sip going, steak is just, Mm-hmm. perfect for for tying one on for good for good liquor i think steak is good liquor drinking i don't know but then again you know you fry up some steaks on the grill and slam some brewskis as well people do that we do that so that's you know steak steak is a real good drunk food now what about if uh what about if you you had a few drinks and you're like oh man i gotta eat and you're at home are you and and, and would you cook up a steak or would you if you had a if i have a steak in my fridge to cook up yeah uh-huh. i will i have i've done it sure or like, what if you have like a yeah. leftover steak in, in 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 the fridge would you just eat it straight up or would you would you cook it like reheat it oh i i could eat it straight up i'd probably reheat it but i i, I could eat, i could eat it straight up but no yeah. like i've i think ron swanson joked about it or joke, but it was part of uh he said uh <laughs> i'm trying to remember the context of the episode of stuff on, on my head here um he was uh, he was asked the question, "What do you do when you when you've had too much to drink?" He's like, "When I've had too much scotch, I'll, I'll fry up some flank steaks and eat those, and then put on a pair of wet socks and go to bed." And he, he, that that helps. <laughs> it does. No, it doesn't. By the way, that's not that true. Terrible. <laughs> it's, it does nothing for you. Um, but the steak part is pretty good. Um, yes, I've I've gone home and fried up a quick little flank steak or whatever and scarfed mm. it down. I like it. I'll also maybe, so I can microwave a potato. I have one of those little Asting on TV mm-hmm. uh, potato bags that you can microwave a potato in like four minutes and it's completely baked through. Wow. That's a super quick and easy dinner, especially if you get like some uh, like frozen green beans or mixed veg that you have, and, you know, heat that up as well. Heat them up, fry up your steak in 10 minutes. You got a three course meal. You're there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's, that's very good drunk food. I've done that. Cool. You should too. <laughs> steak. I I like steak. I haven't had it in a while, but I do enjoy it. It is tasty. Good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, I will do my fifth and final. My fifth and final is very very simple. Uh, I like going to Costco and getting those hummus cups, the little individual serving sizes of, of hummus, and they work perfectly uh, with some carrots. However, my drunk food is not necessarily carrots because I talked about it earlier with the nachos. I love the crunch and the saltiness, and I could eat tortilla chips, the Kirkland Signature organic tortilla chips. I eat them by themselves. I could eat them all day long. They are so good. So I will do tortilla chips and hummus. Um, it's very weird, I think, because um, it's not as traditional as you would you would pick. You'd probably say, oh, get some pita bread and hummus or some veggies and hummus. And I'm like, now nah, I'll take these tortilla chips and hummus. But they just taste so good together. And surprise, surprise, sometimes I'll add a hot sauce to it as well. Um, I really enjoy it. And I think it's it's creamy. It's, it's good. I don't know your guys' thoughts on hummus, but I love it so much. Uh, I enjoy hummus. I just don't have it as much as I should. Or, yeah should i guess um i've I've actually enjoyed hummus every time i've had it like immensely Mm -hmm. but i i don't buy it very often and i could use that as like a a healthy snack way more often than than the uh terrible stuff that i eat now yeah it's it's pretty great i mean i'm not gonna lie it's pretty great sometimes my 
my lunches will be some rolled up turkey and cheese, and then I'll do cucumbers and carrots with hummus. And I put the everything but the bagel seasoning. I put sprinkle a little of that in the hummus. It's quite good, and it's pretty decently healthy for you. So I enjoy those little individual cups a lot. But yes, the tortilla chips really add a flair to it. It's all about the crunch, baby. Crunchy, crunchy. Okay. Is that it? Mm, is that I it? think it is. And I've, had, it is. I've, I've confirmed Tolkien did not add, look like me back, back on the, he did not add that. Oh, God uh, damn it, Peter Jackson. No, yeah. Peter Jackson. It wasn't. It was just like uh, um, the actor playing the role. He just sort of threw it off the cuff and everybody loved it because it was just kind of amazing. And it's just, I mean, yeah, so it does well sound and it good, fit. So. And it fit. And they're just like, they weren't going to, they didn't, they didn't figure. They actually considered rewriting it and rewriting all that, and they just chose not to. They're just like, ah, screw it. Just just leave it. It's fine. It works for the scene. So Some jackasses on a podcast won't talk about it in the future. It's like, well, he's like the Uruk High are orcs bred with humans, so who knows what language, you know, you never know. Maybe they did, but it didn't come from Tolkien. So for the Don't Be Crazy podcast, I got to uh, I had the pleasure of reviewing The Last Deal. It was a independent movie uh, made and it's now available on Amazon and stars and everything like that. But uh, the director, I got to interview the director. And I also was going to interview uh, Sala Baker, who was the main antagonist in the film. He played that orc. I believe he played that orc Um, or he played another Urukai, but a. a pretty predominant Orakai. He's a New Zealander, so that's how he was in it. But if that was the case, I could have asked him that. Could have been like, why did you say meat's back on the menu, boys? That would have been pretty interesting. Just thinking about that. So a little connection there. Let's call him up right now. Uh, he'll, be like, he'll be like, who the hell are you? Um, okay, well, uh, those were our drunk foods. And now to recap them, we'll, we'll start here. Thomas has two tacos from Jack in the Box, Taco Bell, nachos, outside of stadium hot dogs and doner kebab eric has taco bell burgers grilled cheese sandwiches buffalo wings and steak zach has quesadillas ramen with hot sauce and beef jerky deconstructed peanut butter and jelly air fried veggies with hot sauce and tortilla chips with hummus um a lot of randomness there and i think i just gave you guys like an idea of what's in my fridge already. I pretty much have the ingredients to make all of those things in my fridge currently. Uh, But that's it. That's the show. So everybody, thank you for tuning in to the top five podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at podcast top five at Zachdale 60 at Tom top five and at snack burglar, where you can give us ideas, tell us if we're crazy or even suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Thank you, and remember, it is okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. I was a little late to the game on getting a quote together. The <laughs> mouth of a perfectly happy man is filled with beer. It's an ancient Egyptian proverb. So That's what food. she said. Yeah, that is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.